What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to break down uh, and go over the fallout of the Chase Claypool trade uh, and what it really means, what this signifies for how the front office views Ju- Justin Fields in uh, now and in the future. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So we did get to hear from Ryan Poles after the Chase Claypool trade. And uh, this is what he had to say. Uh, You have to do a little bit of foreshadowing down the road, and I just feel comfortable with that. I like the way Justin is trending, and I think adding another big body who is physical, explosive, great leaping ability, can stretch the field, but is also violent with the ball in his hands and as a blocker. I think that enhances everyone. So that tells you right there what the mindset and how they envision Chase Claypool working for this Chicago Bears team. It seems like they think he's going to not only make an impact being a vertical threat down the field for Justin Fields, but also as a run blocker, a blocker in general, what he does once he gets the ball in his hands. And later on in the show, we'll talk about uh, some, of the, the mo- uh, some of the most reasons to be optimistic and some of the reasons to have some doubt about how Chase Claypool is going to fit on the Chicago Bears team. But what this does mean and this does show is that for the people who question if this front office really saw Justin Fields as their guy, right? Because they didn't draft him, reasons that go into that. I think this answers that question, that they like what they've seen, as many Bears fans and us over here at Chicago Bears Central have liked the way that Justin Fields has developed. He's progressed over the last handful of weeks, having his best uh, QB rating of his career last week on top of that, giving him more weapons. They basically took a weapon away from the defensive end, and they added it to the offensive end by making some maneuvers and trades. Now, we know that everybody that everybody's not as happy. Some people think the Bears overpaid. Some people think uh, that the Bears paid enough. There are even Steelers fans who are in the comments of this channel saying that they feel like they got robbed in this trade. So, really, the feelings are all over the place. It really just remains to be seen, and it's all going to all be proven on the field where it should be proven. But at least we kind of know now that mindset and where, and where they see Claypool fitting in for this team now. There's been some questions and, and, and things of what how, is he going to make an immediate impact and how we make an immediate impact. The way that I see it is this. Um, while they're going to take some time to get him truly ingrained in the offense, right? So don't be surprised if he looks maybe out of sync. Him and Justin Fields miss on a couple of catches. And maybe Chase Claypool doesn't have a good grasp of the Bears offense offensive scheme right away. And, you know, they're going to be those Bears fans that if things look off in the first game, they're going to be quick to just be like, oh, see, this is why we overpaid. But it's going to it may take some time. But I do think they're going to work some packages in for him very, very quickly in this offense that we may even see uh, this upcoming weekend against the Miami Dolphins. But uh, at the end of the day, I like the addition of Chase Claypool. I like what it means for this team. I like the fact that they went out and got a guy. And while there was some uh, thoughts and, and, and wondering, like, why do it now? Why give up a a second round pick for a player that while good hasn't really shown for some people enough and that's why we're going to get into the reasons to be optimistic for Chase Claypool on the Chicago Bears team and the first one is is just simply this we are we have a better quarterback than what uh the the Pittsburgh Steelers have had um while he was not prioritized in that offense and that's another one too we're going to prioritize him a lot more in this offense but out of just necessity um uh, 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 Justin Fields is a much better deep ball passer than what he had and what he was playing with uh, with Kenny Pickett this period. Now, again, that's not to say he won't improve as well, but at the end of the day, 
Um, Justin Fields throws when he throws the ball 20 yards or more, uh, he does that 17% of the time. Pickett does that only 10% of the time. Uh, Fields has an uh, accuracy of 35% on deep balls, whereas Pickett has an accuracy of 28%. Uh, Justin Fields has 16.7 big-time throw rate on deep balls, and Pickett has 9%. Again, those are high-level stats, those stats for nerds and, and things like that that I am. But at the end of the day, you're pairing Chase Claypool with a better quarterback right now. He's at a position of need, um, and he's going to be higher on the pecking order than he was da- down in Pittsburgh or up in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I don't know my geography sometimes off. So with that being said, like it's 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 the, it's reasons to be optimistic on why he's going to have a bigger impact here than what he had in the in the, at the Pittsburgh Steelers because he was not prioritized there, especially once they drafted Pickens, who some Bears fans may even say, "Hey, we wouldn't have had to make this trade if we just went ahead and drafted Pickens." Where a lot of Bears fans, me included, wanted this too. But at the end of the day. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. This is where we are now. The Bears have now a- added a a solid weapon for him. And also, another reason to be optimistic that I feel is that simply Luke Getze and his offensive play calling has been better than what the Pittsburgh Steelers have done so far. More creativity there. We're seeing that added in a little bit more. And it really does seem like one of the things that have been limiting the Chicago Bears offense and maybe opening up that playbook a little bit more is missing a piece like Chase Claypool. Again, I'm not saying, I said over in the live stream when we did right after this trade went down, I don't necessarily see Claypool as a one. Darnell Mooney still trying to prove himself as a one. We have uh, we have two really good number two wide receivers in my opinion. And the Bears may very well still go out and try to find that true number one, but at least now they have some time to evaluate this trade, evaluate these players together, allow them some time to build up some chemistry with Justin Fields, and then evaluate for the rest of the season going into next offseason on what else we need to add to this team. I like this addition a lot. I think it's going to bode well for him. I didn't even think about having him in and what he can do blocking-wise with his size and stuff like that. He also, college teammate of Cole Komet, what chemistry builds there. Now we have a one-two punch. It's just, I really do like this. I like giving Justin Fields bigger, better weapons. And we, outside of Darnell Mooney, have a pretty tall now wide receiver core. And we still haven't gotten to see what Byron Pringle really looks like in this offense. And I'll tell you what, when Byron Pringle does get healthy and he is able to play games, now moving to the slot, to me, makes him even a little bit more dangerous to me just with his speed and things like that. So a lot to be optimistic. Now, there are some reasons as well to have some doubt around this trade, and one of those are to be unhappy with this trade. And one of those is something I already mentioned, the fact that the Bears could have just drafted Pickens. That's the reason that Chase Claypool was not as featured in the Steelers' offense is because they drafted Pickens, a player that C-Dub here on this panel wanted badly, wanted badly. Now, it's easy to say woulda, coulda, shoulda. Like I said, I try not to stay in that place as a Chicago sports fan outside of just the Bears because you stay in the woulda, coulda, shoulda, it can get pretty dangerous as a Chicago sports fan because Lord knows we didn't done some shit at some franchises over the last decade plus. But PTSD aside, yes, that, that is one reason to be doubtful of this because you could have not given up a pick if you just pick the person and the wide receiver that many people did think the Bears were going to draft if he was available, and he was available at that spot. The Bears decided to go in a different direction. Now, again, another cause for concern in the Chase Claypool trade is the fact that he has been declining on the production route. Now, again, I can understand the reason why when you look at the acquisition the team made, things like that, that's why that why it moved him into the slot. But at the end of the day, that is some cause for concern because if, as again, this is not my viewpoint, Right. This is me trying to talk and be fair and objective in my coverage. But if for the people who have doubt on this, 
they could say, well, if Claypool was that good, he wouldn't have got moved to the slot. He would have stood out. That talent would have stood out, and he still would have been in one of those one or two positions. But at the end of the day, like I said, that's not necessarily my thinking on it, but I'm trying to be fair and giving a list here of the reasons. And the last thing is that while he does have another contract, um, another season under contract after this season, do those contract negotiations get weird? We've seen contract uh, negotiations already get strange for the Chicago Bears with Roquan Smith. So what if that happens in the future? But again, that's a problem to worry about for the future for me. But that is some cause for concern as well. Overall, between the causes for concern, the causes for optimism, the reasons for optimism, I should say, at the end of the day, the Bears went out and made a move and made a move that added and gave a talent injection to this offense that was drastically, drastically needed. We needed to infuse some some talent into this team and to get Justin Fields more weapons while Justin Fields is showing that he is developing. We need to add weapons to that to see the ceiling of that development as much as we can. So I look at Ryan Poles and this Bears front office is going out and getting talent for their young quarterback, and I really can't be mad at that. But sound off below. Let me know how you feel about it now that we're a little under 24 hours removed from it. Sound off. Let me know what you think about it. Do you still think it's an overpay? Do you still think it was an underpay? Let me know what you think about it. But otherwise, that's it for Chicago Bear Central today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I like to end everything on, bear down, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.